I'm Jim Frawley, and this is Bellwether. Welcome to Bellwether. Thank you for joining again this week. Episode 106, we're going to talk about the different generations. Very topical right now. I like to do topical things. And we're talking, in a topical sense, about the difference, the generational differences between boomers, X, millennials, Z, um, Y, ABC, and every other letter. Uh, And I've talked about this before. Typically, we talk about differing generations in the context of work. Boomers and millennials. It was like the, the battle of the century, the, <laughs> right? They hate each other. Um, the okay boomer and the, the ignorant millennials and the, you know, whatever it is that they want. But generationally, we, there's, there's a lot of context by generation that really influences our, our worldview and our perspectives. And it's kind of fascinating the more you dive into it and the, the different generations that are out there and and the way that they approach things. So this leads to beyond the workplace, things like societal changes, legal changes, political changes, uh, all very relevant today. And and we can learn from these different generations as major decisions get made or when we're thinking about something relevant to ourselves. So for example, um, one time a while ago, I did a, a podcast I think I did a podcast on retirement and what baby boomers can learn from millennials in terms of the mindset of preparing, the mentality of preparing for retirement. Now, we always talk about retirement in the context of a financial decision and do you have enough money to, to retire and go do whatever it is you want to do. Um, but there's a psychological aspect too. And how do you approach it from an entrepreneurial standpoint to a keeping busy standpoint to a side hustle standpoint? Um to a project-based, you know, how do you keep yourself busy without doing the full grind kind of thing? And uh, at the time, this was a few years ago, it was very, very topical from a millennial uh, standpoint. Um, And just to be clear, uh, I'm not a millennial. I'm not a baby boomer. I'm at the tail end of Generation X, which is the greatest generation. I will say that. Um... But I understand my wife's a millennial, and and so I'm, I'm closer to that millennial set than I am to the boomers. But, um, but there was a time, you know, when the first baby boomer and millennial kind of go at it aspect of challenging each other. Uh, I mean, it was probably at least a decade ago. Um, the millennials were probably what late twenties, mid twenties, and so um, you know, it was at that time when a generation was having fun. They should be having fun. Um, and boomers resented it and that kind of led to the whole entire, um, difficulty, but, but the mindset and the way the millennials had approached work, thanks to the technology and context of everything that had happened was very different than the typical way that the boomers would have approached and even previous generations, because the world had changed completely. And, uh, you could kind of see the boomers resented the youth almost. And I mean, we in Gen X, dealt with it as well. We were the lazy generation. But um, but so it's interesting that generations hitting different times, you know, everyone's going to hate Gen Z because they're young. 
<laughs> but but their their worldview is going to be very different. So where this all came up from, and why I wanted to talk about it, uh, and and really the point of this podcast is to just to get you to think about it. It's not like I'm going to solve problems with this thing, but uh, I have a, a young lady who works for me. Her name's Leah. She has all my social media. Um, because I hate social media. Um, I just hate doing it and I don't do it. And, and it's almost table stakes. You have to do it if you have a business. And so I've got Leah to do it for me. And she gives me a list of things to do and I'll do a quick video for whatever she asks and I put it out and or I send it to her and she puts it out. Um, and there you go, right? Uh, great, good, 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 good. She does good work and, and I like it. But we were talking about stuff and she wanted to, um, she said, can I repost something from Gary V? For those who don't know Gary Vaynerchuk, he runs VaynerMedia. He did Wine.com. He's kind of a forward thinker. Very popular. Lots of followers. And I, I kind of jumped on the fence on that one. Uh, and it led to a longer discussion on why Generation X really doesn't care for Gary V. Um, from my, from where I sit. And I'm, I'm probably, it's not that I don't care for him, but I, I, you know, the value is questionable. And I've kind of ebbed and flowed on, on Gary V. And um, it just led to a longer conversation on on generational differences, and and she loves Gary V, um, which is great. And there's a generation who loves Gary V, and and I, I think you know my initial response to her was the reason we don't really care for Gary V is that Generation X, if you could give us a word to define our generation, it would probably be skeptical. Uh, Generation X is known to be very skeptical of everything. Um, and uh, I, I think it's a great, obviously, I think it's a great way to be. Um, we tend to dive into, or at least I do, sometimes I go into cynicism a little too much, but you know, skepticism is, is kind of relevant. So um, the value of what people are putting out, which is um, we're skeptical of it. And... Uh, and it's just based on our experiences and the way that we were raised. And, and you know, we were constantly told we were the worst generation and the lazy generation. And um, with all of our grunge music and, and good stuff from the late 80s and early 90s, um, it was the first time that, that we had almost that scale we could share information. And, and boomers could share information. And um, we've gone through more changes than, than some of the other generations and the younger generations are going through even more than that. So, um, so much of the discussion that we had, uh, with Leah was, you know, a lot of the discussion normally is between boomers and millennials, but there's a Gen X and Gen Z one that's going to, to shake out. Um, and it's going to be driven by, or, or it's going to result in something very different because Gen X's skepticism is very different than, uh, I think if you use the word to describe boomers not being a boomer, uh, I think the the non-boomers would probably describe them as selfish. The non-Gen X would probably come up with other words besides skeptical that wouldn't necessarily be positive. Uh, millennials would come up with very different words to describe themselves than the other generations, um, as well as, as Gen Z, because, you know, where we think of ourselves as each generation thinks of ourselves as fantastic. But um, when we think about Gary Vee, back to the story, uh, the reason we're skeptical of it, and, and I'll, I can only talk about my perspective on it, is when he first started making a, a ruckus, I guess, online, I was fairly dismissive of it, only because it was just speaking in platitudes, right? There was no real value in it. 
Um, and, uh, and I said, that's great, but it doesn't mean anything. And, and then I started to come around and say, all right, some people can get value out of it. It hits people at the right time. Fine. Maybe somebody gets value out of it. Um, but you know, what's the message and, and what's really the point? And then I kind of went back to, you know, this whole NFT stuff and yes, it's valid. It's going to change the world and everything else. But, um, again, what's the value and, and people, I think my issue with Gary V now is people blindly follow without fully understanding. Um, and so while Gary V has value, I would say Gen X looks at it from a slightly different perspective. You know, some of us could hustle in multiple ways. You know, the big thing about Gary V was about hustling. And, and it, there's, there's validity to that. And I think a lot of millennials and younger generations really were able to hustle, take the weekends to go do the garage sales and flip it and do all those types of things. And you'll see that now. And, and, and I would attribute all of the, the COVID hustling, the people buying up all the properties and trying to turn them into Airbnbs and doing all of this stuff. It comes down to hustle and side income and everything else, um, which is okay. Uh, Gen X, we're probably a little too late for that. Um, we have a different context, you know, money's tied up in mortgages and kids and, and everything else. Um, so we're at a different time in our lives. Millennials who may be in their late twenties, early thirties, haven't quite made that jump yet are able to use some of this extra income to, to do these side hustles. And that's great. And so that's, that's probably relative. Um, but my, my issue is, um, we need to take things like Gary V and interpret it based on where we are in that current moment. And each generation is in a different place at that current moment. Um, and, and I think the challenge is with, with generations, I feel like boomers probably got the, the, the thing in the 50s and the 60s, right? They hated the different types of music and the older generations hated them from the late 1800s, you know, the, you know these crazy kids and calling young kids snowflakes. It's been around forever. Um, but there is a validity to the young generations like Gen Z. There is an idealism that comes from less exposure. It's part of its naivety, naivety, however you pronounce that, naivety, naivety. Um, and more exposure impacts our worldview. Um, we suddenly become more right and less of a learner. Um, and... Uh, you know, we always joked in Gen Z about being the worst class ever. We were told the worst class this, we were the worst class this school has ever been. And I feel like that's probably every, every grade that comes up. Um, but when we think about the context of different generations, the boomers growing up in just massive growth, it's the end of World War II. It was so not typical. Everything like the U.S. was at the top of the world. Um, they didn't really have to work the way that other people have to work. Other countries had to work. Um, and that impacts their worldview now, whereas the U.S. is on a slight decline, if not a precipitous decline, um, their perspective on how easy it was previously is not necessarily relevant today. And, um, you know, me thinking about being Gen X, I didn't have my first email address until I was in college. I didn't have my first cell phone until I think I was a senior in college, um, you know, we grew up before 9-11. I remember coming off planes and my parents meeting me at the plane. Um, we didn't carry around the phone. There was a lot you didn't know. Everything about Gen X is we just didn't know. And if you wanted to learn something, you had to go to the library and actually look it up. Um, and we didn't care to know it. And it was okay. And, and we had to figure things out. And, you know, now we have, now you look at the next generations who are growing up in this context where all the information is at their fingertips. 
and I spoke last week in last week's podcast, I think it was, um, in terms of believability, where information is constantly at our fingertips now. And how do you become a believable individual? Because just having knowledge doesn't really do anything for you. Just knowing facts doesn't do anything for you. It's how do you turn that into wisdom and interpret it into a, a different type of thing. So things like Gary V promoting all of this hustle stuff and, and everything else is fine if you know how to interpret it for your particular situation. Um, and we do that through learning and we can learn from different perspectives. So I think the main point of today is I've been rambling for like 15 minutes is we can learn from other generations, but we have to apply their learnings and lessons to today's context. Today's context is very different than anything that came before us. Making rules in the 1980s or making decisions in the 1980s are fundamentally different than the decisions we've been making today. Um, I see it a lot in the coaching world. Senior coaches, the gray-haired coaches who are coming out, who were titans of business in the 80s and 90s, who are trying to talk about what Jack Welch did, is completely irrelevant today. It's so outdated. And we find now that a lot of the things that were, you know, law of the land, the rules of, of how business operated and, and everything else from the 80s and 90s are really, early 2000s are irrelevant. 20, 30 years right now, I just saw something. When I, I remember the early 90s, this movie came out called Dazed and Confused. And I loved it. It was I've watched it hundreds of times. Um, and it was about this one day at this one high school in the 1970s. It was like 1975 or 76 or something. Basically, it was 17 years before the movie was made. And if that movie was made today in 2022, it would be about 2005. And when I watched the movie in the early 1990s, in the 1970s was a completely different world. Yes, I was born in the 70s, but you didn't really get the 70s, right? You just heard about it from before. And when you watch this movie in the early 90s, which was, you know, we were listening to Pearl Jam and Nirvana and, and we were doing cool things and we could use computers, but um, it just looked like a completely foreign place. If you look back now from 2022 to 2005, it seems like it was yesterday and uh, it feels like it was yesterday. So, so generations and context change abruptly right before our very eyes and we need to do our best to try and keep up. But our context and our value and our relevance changes very quickly too. And if I were to think about the boomers and the X and the millennial and the Z, we all have defining moments, uh, defining economies, defining experiences, um, whether it was the Challenger or 9-11 or, or um, any of the wars or whatever. Um, but the world is, is going to continue to evolve without us. And while each perspective has validity, the interpretation for its relevance today is, is co consistently up for, for discussion. And if you look at where the, the different generations stand now, I mean, the boomers in a work context especially are struggling for relevance. They're trying to hold on to power, um, but they are less and less relevant in the workplace. Um, and beyond, I would say, right? I mean, they're, they, they still are a juggernaut and they're going to be very expensive for the rest of us to take care of them and, and everything. And that's just a fact. Um, but they feel it too. And, and they feel their relevance slipping away. And Gen X is just kind of in, in between, right? Um, 
you know, the bigger millennial group's going to come up after. And, and so, you know, our relevance is, is minimal in, in between these two larger generations. Gen Z are kids, but their perspective has validity, of course. And so the real struggle and challenge, I think, if I were to, to wrap it in a nice little bow, is relevance between generations. Generational differences are, are all about relevance and who's relevant today. And when you feel your relevance slipping away, that's a very difficult pill to take. And so the context of your relevance and how you create relevance is different. You don't force it in. It just changes. And, and that's, that's work for you to do. So I just read a book um, called The Siege of Krishnapur. Uh, it was a fictional account of how the Brits kind of forced themselves in India and India rose up. Um, but it was based in some reality. And uh, they put this line in the book, J.G. Farrell, uh, that we look on past ages with condescension. Condescension. Um, we look on past ages with condescension as a mere preparation for us, but what if we are a mere afterglow of them? And it was something that made me think, especially as I was thinking about the generational differences and everything else, is we're so condescending to other generations because they're not us. But their perspectives have validity and the light may be dimming a little bit, um, but it's not necessarily the cause of particular generations because the context of the world changes. And we have to embrace that and we have to be open to that and uh, we have to respond to that in an appropriate way um, because time will, time will move on. So uh, with that, I hope everyone has a wonderful week. Something to think about, generational differences and, and the older and the younger among us. And um, yeah, I hope you think well and I hope you have a wonderful week. And as always, I'm, I'm happy to talk. Chat with you soon. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening. Now, do something for yourself. Bellwether is much more than just a podcast. Join us at bellwetherhub.com, where you can read riveting articles, view upcoming events, and connect with other interesting people. I look forward to seeing you out there soon. Bellwether.